This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my post-match reaction, my five takeaways from Fulham's 2-1 to loss to Bournemouth on the road. Very disappointing match for Fulham, very disappointing loss. And I'm going to be going through it for the next 15 to 20 minutes. Not much positivity coming out of this podcast, this episode, but... Hopefully, Fulham can move on from this. But before we move on, we have to look back. So this is my post-match reaction. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and also a rating. Okay, let's go through my five takeaways. Before I go through each one of them, I just want to just reiterate how disappointing this loss is to me because I see this as an opportunity for Fulham to get further up the table. There was an opportunity here to get all three points. So I'll be sharing that at the end of my five takeaways. It was there for them. Let's just leave it there. It was there for them. They dominated for probably 25 to 30 minutes. So to go from there and to end losing two to one is disappointing. Very disappointing. It's, again, a a match that I felt should have gone a different way. But, listen, let's give full credit to Bournemouth. They took advantage of their opportunities. They won the match. They deserve to win. Just call it what it is. They scored the goals. They deserve to win. So we'll give it to them. But it was an opportunity there for Fulham. And I'll talk about that at the end of this podcast. Okay. So let's go through my five. Let's start with number five. And this one is becoming more and more evident, and unfortunately, Fulham are going to be dealing with this issue. At least for two more matches, it could be longer. So number five is Fulham are not the same team when Mitrovic and Paulina are unable to play together. When they're not on the pitch together, Fulham are simply not the same team. Let's just call it the way it is. When Paulina doesn't play and Mitrovic plays, Fulham are definitely not the same team. When Mitrovic can't play 
and Paulina can play, Fulham can find ways to win matches, but they're not the same when the two of them are playing together. They make Fulham tick. Paulina makes Fulham tick from central midfield, and Mitrovic really does it from there. So he is the player that can score the goals, but also helps with the attack going forward. And is very good defensively, really up the middle. These two players are so key to everything that Fulham do. So when one can't play, Fulham are just simply not the same team. And this is on display here. Nothing against Carlos Vinicius, but he just cannot do what Alexander Mitrovic can do. And it just kept showing itself over and over again. Chances to hold the ball up. He's just it wouldn't stick to him, and it really caused Fulham some problems. It's not a want from Vinicius. He wants to help. He's just not able to do it, and uh, I've come to that conclusion. I, I wanted Fulham to give Vinicius as much chance as they could to see if he had what it takes, and uh, I'm starting to come to the realization that he simply does not and it's uh, unfortunate because Fulham are certainly not the same team when he has to play for Mitro. And uh, they're better with Paulina. And that showed itself early on in this match. Paulina, again, I thought had a very good match. But they don't have Mitro. They don't have the play that really, that player that can really get things going moving forward. They have Paulina that can control the play, but they need that attacking player not just a score, but someone that really sets everything up. And that's what Mitro does. I think he is a complete striker. And Fulham are not the same team when these two players aren't playing together. So this is going to be the issue moving forward for Fulham. These are the two players Fulham cannot let go this summer. Mitrovic and Paulinha. They need to build around these two players. That's the problem. They need to build around them. And they also need to have replacements for both because right now they don't have replacements for both they don't have players that can do what these guys can do and it hurts it really hurts and it really was evident in this match that's why that's number five number four William was a miss in this match so now we're talking about Mitro being out I think William not being able to play hurt Fulham in this match as well because I think that I'm a fan of uh, what Menor Solomon can do for Fulham, but the more I see him, the more I think his role is coming off the bench and Williams should be your starter at left wing. If you want to play them both, you want to put Solomon over on the right, I can see that. But when it's on the left, the relationship with Jedi and William, I think works really well. I think William's professionalism helps bring out the best in Jedi. I'm not saying that Solomon's not professional. I'm just saying that he does not have this experience. It's more about having the experience to work with someone. Menor Solomon should be able to bring that as, as his experience grows for years to come. But right now, Fulham miss when William can't play. I think that showed itself in this match, especially the way that Anthony Robinson play. I think that William does a good job talking to him during the match and working with him. And I just don't think that there's enough experience between 
the two players, I'm talking about Robinson and Solomon, to really do what William and Robinson can do. It might get there at some point, but right now Fulham definitely missed that relationship with William and Robinson. It was a miss in this match. I truly believe that. So that's my number four. Number three, and I think this is the big one, because I think Fulham were by far the better team in the first half. Yes, Bournemouth came into it when they changed their tactics later on in the first half, but for 30 minutes, I thought Fulham were by far the better side and should have been up by more than a goal. Maybe that would have changed things and came back to bite them in the second half. But the halftime substitutions by Gary O'Neill changed the match for Bournemouth. It really did. Both players were instrumental in both goals for Bournemouth. Tavernier, wonderful strike, scores a goal, but he just destroyed on the left-hand side, destroyed Kenny Tete throughout the second half. So that substitution made a difference. Christie, Christie's strike set up the second goal, which, to be honest with you, I watched it back, and I don't understand why that's not an own goal because I've watched it back several times. And Anthony Robinson, I, I don't know what he was doing there because uh, I thought that is something that he could have taken care of, but he didn't. And honestly, very disappointing. Two to one loss for Fulham. But when I look at it, this is why this is number three. The substitutions by Gary O'Neill were extremely effective. Marco Silva's substitutions, they probably helped, but not like these two substitutions. These changed the match. These two players coming on, you saw at the beginning of the second half how active Bournemouth were. Yes, they probably had confidence coming out of the half, but Tavernier was a huge difference in the second half. And um, like I mentioned, Christie also made a difference as well. So that's why that's my number three takeaway. Number two, and this is something that is uh, becoming more and more evident, Fulham have been figured out. Or as people in England would say, Fulham have been sussed out. And I truly believe that this is what's going on. What's interesting about this is when you look at how dominant Fulham were for 30 minutes, you could tell that a tactical change was coming from Bournemouth, where they decided instead of sitting back, instead of letting Fulham have the ball, now they were pressing Fulham and how uncomfortable it made Fulham. And Fulham really had no answers for that. When teams have pressed Fulham, they've made them uncomfortable, and that has led to mistakes. So full credit to Bournemouth for figuring out how to adjust. They made the adjustments, and um, it was then Fulham's move to make an adjustment. And um, you could say that bringing on the substitutions in the second half were an adjustment. But it didn't change the match like the substitutions were for, for Bournemouth. And again, Fulham were figured out here. They were completely figured out how to play against them. And then also something that Fulham had no answers for was uh, these balls over the top. Because what's interesting here, when you watch this back, if you get a chance to watch it back, I can't tell you how many times you will see Dominic Solanke one-on-one with Tim Ream. And that just can't happen. 
So why is that? Well, Bournemouth did their homework. They knew that a simple ball over the top in the channels would allow Solanke to run onto it and then be one-on-one with Tim Ream. My question is, where are Fulham's adjustments? Why are they allowing both fullbacks to leave Diop and Ream so exposed? There should have been an adjustment here, and I just didn't see an adjustment because we saw it time and time again. I understand how Fulham want to play, but Fulham have become this team. I'm going to mention a team that I can't stand in the NFL. You might not watch the NFL, but the Pittsburgh Steelers have a reputation of doing what they do. Meaning this is what they do. And if you can beat it, you can beat it. They don't alter what they do. They do what they do. Fulham do what they do. And sometimes you need to make adjustments, I feel. And Fulham will not change who they are. I'm not asking them to change. I'm not asking Marco Silva to change the philosophy. I'm asking to make adjustments during the match within your philosophy. And at some point, why are both fullbacks bombing forward when you're getting taken advantage of time and time and time again? I'm just questioning that. Why? Fulham have been figured out. They need to make adjustments there. They need to figure out how they can move on from this because it's going to be a copycat situation. Other clubs are going to do this. It's easy to see that Fulham struggle when they're pressed. More teams should be doing that. That's what I would do if I was a manager. I would press Fulham, make them uncomfortable. And that's the problem because the adjustment is for that situation when Fulham are pressed is to kick it long. But when you don't have a player that can hold up the ball, this goes back to my number five with Alexander Mitrovic, that causes a problem. So good teams find ways to figure out their opponent. And unfortunately, I think Fulham have been figured out. And I think now it's up to Marco Bowen and his staff and the players to find a way to play when teams have figured them out. That's just what I'm going to say on that. It's very disappointing how this all played out at Bournemouth. Coming up next to end the show is my number one takeaway from this match. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, to finish up this show, my number one takeaway is this was a huge missed opportunity for Fulham. It was there for them. Teams around them dropped points. There was an opportunity here to gain some ground. And Fulham dropped the ball because 
the opportunity was staring them right in the face. When you play so well for, for 30 minutes with the crisp passing that they have, there's no excuse for what happened after that. It's on them. Credit to Bournemouth. But this was a missed opportunity. It was there. The three points was there for them. And that's the part of this that is very upsetting and disappointing for me is that I could see it. I could see how they should have won this match. And um, they let a team make adjustments on them, and they didn't react well to them. Let's just call it what it is. When you're on top and you continue to play the way that you do, it shouldn't be a surprise that you got beat. And they got beat. They simply got beat. Team figured out how to play against them, and they didn't act well towards it. They scored the goals to win the match. And this was staring them right in the face. Fulham still have a chance to get into Europe, but they're making it much harder on themselves. This is a match they could have won, not just got a draw on. Because honestly, that second goal, that second goal shouldn't have happened. That I put a lot of that on Anthony Robinson, who I thought had a poor match. I thought Kenny Tete, both fullbacks, I thought were poor. I thought they had a, a good amount to do with this last year, if you're asking me. And I like both players. They did not play well in this match at all. Neither one of them. Both did not play well. And uh, unfortunately, it wasn't just about them. I don't know how many good performances you could say for Fulham, but the fullbacks definitely were two of the worst performances. And again, going back to this, this is a huge missed opportunity. It was there for them. Instead of them taking it, Bournemouth took it. They're looking to survive, and they're going to uh, keep fighting to the end. This isn't about Fulham not putting in the effort. It's about Fulham finding a way to get points. They didn't find it in this match. They let a team come from behind and beat them. That's unfortunate. Still a lot of matches left. I'm not giving up on the season. I'm not throwing in the towel at all. But they need to learn from this. They need to learn why teams have figured them out, and they need to adjust from that. They absolutely need to have answers for that because other teams are going to do this. They can figure that out. I think they're going to be fine, and they are going to win matches. This is when the rubber really meets the road. This time last season, Fulham were having issues as well, and we could say that maybe there's a little bit of a Bielsa effect here. Maybe the players are tired possibly. Maybe teams have figured them out. I think they have. So now, how do you find a way to win? It's on the players, Marco Silva and his coaching staff to figure out ways to win matches. And I have confidence that they will. This was a missed opportunity for Fulham Football Club, and I hope they learn from it. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We will have another show very soon. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. My name's Russ Gomes. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. Now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. 
at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.